Welcome to Side Effects with an A. When effect is normally used, it's a noun. It's already occurred. Effect is a verb, meaning action. Action influences outcomes. I'm Scott McGowan. And I'm Anne-Marie Singleton. We will provoke you to think differently. Side Effects, where problems are defined, solutions exposed. Welcome to Side Effects. I'm Scott McGowan. We've got three great guests with us today. First is um, Tom Maltzby, and uh, you're with United Way. You, you're kind of the uh, you're kind of the guy in charge there. Somewhat, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we really got a team there, but I'm I'm pretty much the team leader. Absolutely. Yeah. We appreciate you being here, Jeff Sellers. Yeah, uh, major gift officer at United Way, and really enjoy working for Tom, and glad to be here. Great. And then a good friend of mine, Ron Sweeney. Hi. Coldwell uh, Wall Banker. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So we're, we're here to talk about the United Way, and it's an amazing organization uh, that helps out uh, just a number of different uh, organizations in our community and helps people that are, that are really hurting. Yes, it does. So when we talk about the United Way, and we talk about it maybe from 60,000 feet, what's, what's like the 30-second impact story of the United Way? Well, you know, the 30,000-foot impact story, Scott, is that United Way is unique in that we take a very broad and diverse look across a community to determine what the primary needs are. Um, as a matter of fact, we're the only organization that takes this comprehensive look. We joined with Montgomery County as a partner because they're the government entity responsible for human services. We're the nonprofit private entity, and, and we've looked at how we can leverage uh, our resources to deal with the most critical needs in our community. You know what's interesting? You say that, uh, and uh, I never thought of it from this from this lens. But every community is different. I mean, I would think the the challenges that Dayton faces would be different than Indianapolis. Well, you know, in in a sense, every community has their unique priorities and and preferences, and to some extent, needs. But today the primary needs that, that are existing in our communities are pretty much across the board. So we know that hunger is a major issue in just about every community. We know that children typically who attend urban schools are challenged, you know, to keep up, you know, with other children in, in, in non-urban schools for a lot of different reasons. Even though we're seeing some improvements, these are still major challenges. Uh, we know that young children who are not able to read um, at a third grade level by the third grade have a very high probability of not matriculating successfully uh, through the balance of, of school. So there are just a lot of things that are pretty common based on not so much community, but demographic. So if we have certain demographics and communities, we're likely to see the same problems and challenges. And these things, to some extent, are invisible. You know, you, you may not know that certain communities, you know, may have some of the same challenges, especially around hunger. We've got free and reduced lunch programs in school systems way beyond Dayton. But I think so. the thing that I like about what, what you were talking about, uh, and I don't know if you knew this either, Ron and I are good friends, yeah. and we're members of the De Tocqueville Society yes. at the United Way. Right. But um, it's not only a, you know, a, a national organization that helps a number of charities, but you're also asking the community. So, so you're engaging conversations with the community. What are, the, what are those big economic problems that United Way can come in and say, hey, how do we solve these problems together? Well, you know, um, you know obviously jobs is the number one yeah. uh, um, um, uh, situation that can be fixed to, to, to help people 
um, in need. We know that um, there are a lot of causes of poverty, you know, but one of the main cures to poverty is for people to have a sustainable wage job. Um, and that's community-wide, again, across the board. These things are the, the problems that I'm talking about and the challenges that I'm talking about are germane to our service area, Montgomery Green and Preble County. But you can extrapolate those far mm -hmm. beyond yeah. these communities, and sure. which, is the re which is the reason why we focus here in Montgomery Green and Preble County, but we also work with our neighbors in Warren County and Clark County, our United Ways, because we have the same problems. But United Ways are local. That's why there's so many of them. You know, you'll find a United Way in virtually every major community in the United States of America because giving is local. So we have to take advantage of how people think, why they think that way, how they like to support their own communities. And we have to be able to muster that support to help people to understand the best way to invest their dollars to address the needs. Well, today's the kickoff, right? Absolutely. So today at uh, 4.30, uh, 33 West 1st Street, block party today. Block party. Talk about the annual campaign. A lot of employers are aware of that. Uh, if you're interested in knowing more about that, you can call Erica at 225-3060. That's 937-225-3060. I have to look at that. That's correct. Uh, That's the number. 3060. So, so Ron, um, you and I have known each other for sure. a long time. Sure. And then we got involved in United Way. So, so why are you so passionate about the United Way? You know, it's uh, it's something that uh, from a company culture we have always uh, embraced. For uh, our company turned fifty this past year, oh, wow. and I and I believe that uh, for forty seven of those fifty years we've been involved with United Way, specifically locally. So we like to have a nice campaign. We've got a great campaign manager, as I call her, and she comes out and 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 we get our our group rallied behind it. But it it allows you to give in so many different areas, uh, whether it's Live United the general campaign or mm -hmm. if you want to focus on hunger you can focus on hunger or if you want to focus on uh, poverty it could be anything reading uh, for, 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 for the youth there's so many different campaigns so that is uh, it, it's not a menu that you can pick from but when you give people options to where they can choose to put their money and their focus uh, for making themselves feel better about the, the community, I think that's a great thing. Well, and I think probably, you know, our founder, my dad, said three things. Treat your employees the way you want your customers treated. Mm -hmm. Stay profitable so you can make good decisions. And the last one, and I think the most important one, is give back to a community that gives to you. Yep. Yes. And so he, Tom even brought this up, too, is, you know, one of, one of the things I like about the United Way is it is a way and a resource to give to the invisible. Sure. I mean, some charities are just, they just, they, they look good, they feel good, they sound good. Right. Uh, and, and they're important. They are. But there are invisible organizations. Uh, domestic violence is one of them. Horrific, horrific issue for um, most specifically women. Yes. Uh, and, you know, how do you get that information and noise out? And so when the United Way supports organizations like that, mm -hmm. it means a lot to, uh, to us. So, Jeff, what, what's your role at the United Way? Uh, I am specifically engaging individual donors to hopefully become Tocqueville Society members, which is a exclusive giving society of those who are generous enough to give us $10,000 in one year. Uh, and I'm working with individuals within workplace campaigns or people that come to us because they see things like this, they hear things on the radio, and they're interested in making an impact in their local community that really takes the model of instead of giving a person a fish where he eats for a day, we teach them a fit, teach them to fish, and then they are self-sustaining, as Tom mentioned. So uh, I work with individual donors within campaigns and those that come to us, and those we go out and get. 
So this is very helpful in that area to go out and get some new people, some fresh uh, donors, new money, and we're able then to do things really that move the needle as far as the impact areas that we're concentrating so on. So when we look at other regions, so before we um, before we went on, like we were talking about Cincinnati, mm -hmm. yep. about double yep. the yep. size yep. of right. Dayton. Yep. Uh, and I love Dayton. By the way, thanks for creating jobs. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> jobs. You too. All that good stuff. Absolutely. But what, what, uh, what was really interesting, uh, and, and I don't want to take this down a deep rabbit hole, uh, because uh, Dayton is a philanthropic community. It Very is. much so. But when we think of Cincinnati raising $60 million, and Dayton, $5 million. We ask that question, like, what, what, what is wrong with that? Uh, because I, I think philanthropically, uh, Dayton gives uh, an amazing percentage sure. of assets oh, to, to charities. It does. But then what, why we're here today is, hey, how, how do we bring this together and say, as a community, let's aim this towards the United Way? Because sure. they make a significant impact and a lot of it invisible organizations. They're talking to community leaders about the issues specifically that's going on in, uh, in the counties where our employees live. Yep. Uh, and so what we're really hoping to do is get people to pick up the phone, give us a call, mm -hmm. and talk about the impact uh, that uh, we can make in our community. So we talk about the de Tocqueville member. Mm -hmm. uh, every community has a de Tocqueville group. Mm -hmm. Yes. That is corporate wide for United Way, mm -hmm. and then so why did why, why did you become a Tocqueville member? You know, uh, from a just, he didn't twist your arm, uh, did he? No, <laughs> no, no. It was you know, it's, a, it's a it's a leadership. Uh, yeah, it, 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 like we said, it's back to our culture, and I felt like if I'm not uh, delivering on our promise, our you know core values, then how can I look at them and you know ask for their help and support? So. I felt like it was the, the right thing to do, and mm -hmm. I'm glad I did it. And it's my first year. Next year will be my second year, and I'm, I'm hopeful to uh, uh, bring in more members um, to the Tocqueville Society. You know, my dad, when he handed the leadership over to McGowan Brabender, to Mike Sutman, uh, and myself, and I haven't told many people the story, mm -hmm. uh, but probably his second sentence was, you will become a Tocqueville member <laughs> as the CEO and president of this organization. That you will do. Uh, it was that important to him. Yes, and and you even mentioned that as a community leader. So, sure. how many De Tocqueville members do we have? Jeff, I'll let you answer that. <laughs> we have uh, 36 active members, uh, and the big thing in the Dayton area is everyone knows the economics have changed as far as where people work. The large businesses are no longer here, and it makes our job challenging. But it also presents different opportunities. A lot of people have smaller businesses. It's from a messaging standpoint. It makes it challenging to reach those people. So th this venue, this media here, helps us spread and cast a wider net. We need people that, you talk about invisible organizations as far as nonprofits, there are a lot of individual organizations that are in, in business to make money that are a little bit invisible and a little bit under the radar as far as the traditional Dayton market used to be, whether it's Mead, whether it's GM, you know, whether it's Standard Register. So there, to your point that Dayton is a very charitable area, absolutely. And we need things like this to reach those people because once we tell the story, once we give them an idea of what we do and what we're about, you almost don't have to make the ask. They, you know, they want to invest, yeah. they want to uh, help their neighbor to the point of local giving. Yeah, I know one of the things even with my father was 100% um, participation. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, a rising tide lifts all boats. Yeah. Um, the IRS has taught us a great lesson in uh, payroll deduction. The traditional way of giving at United Way mm -hmm. is you make a gift out of your bi-weekly or monthly paycheck, and it's 
when you think about it, $40 out of your biweekly check, $20 a week. I almost hate to say the, the trite phrase in our business, it's a latte a day, but that makes you a leadership donor. $1,000 a year, you know, makes a big impact. And if you get participation, even a five, 10, $15 paycheck level, it really does raise the dollars that we raise across all of our campaigns. So one of the things that we're, we all struggle with is you have an amazing story, but how do people like um, understand the value and how do they how do they hear the story? I mean, social media, we're, we're up against this, we're up against right. time, we're up against the economy, we're up against generational thinking. We are. You know, so I was taught and told, you're gonna be a Dodokoville member. By golly, it's that important to me. Um, generationally, that that's gonna shift. So one of the things that I love about the uh, campaign is the fact that you come out and you talk to employers and their workforce mm -hmm. about all of the things that you're doing inside the community. Yes. So if an employer was interested in that, would they would they call Erica? Yes, they would call and, and, and schedule and we would be there. You know, we, we would come and, and there are a number of us who do this. But let me make one point about the Tocqueville that I think everybody needs to know. In United Way organizations, the Tocqueville is the fund, if you will, that provides United Way with typically undesignated dollars where we invest in our Live United Fund that funds our grants, it funds our help link programs, it funds our volunteer connection. 44 organizations are inside of our grants process. It funds almost everything we do. So the majority of the dollars that we have to engage in investments that are evidence-based, we do research, we know what the needs are, we know how to address them. The majority of everything we do is funded by the Live United Fund. The more discretion we have in that fund, the more we can really hone in on the most important things. We fell a half a million dollars short um, in our investments uh, this year or last year in terms of the grants that we needed to fund. We hope to make that up. You know, we, we raised about $5.2 million um, in the last fiscal year. Our fiscal year begins uh, July 1, and we hope to raise $6 million this year. We, we absolutely need it just to stay par on par with the needs. As a matter of fact, that doesn't cover them, but just to stay on par with the plans that we have over the next three years. Yeah, so, uh, you know, w we were talking earlier, so you distributed $1.8 in, in regards to the collective impact. Those impact grants, yes. Grants, and another $2.2 million to, uh, to other work, so a total of $4 million distributed. Yes, in um, all of our programs and initiatives. Exactly, yes. so um, what's important uh, for us as a community is um, how, do we, how do we get more leaders to step up? Uh, it's amazing when they, like we come in here in a room, we're all busy, yep. we're doing yep. stuff, um, but when we, uh, um, when we hear the stories and it tugs at our heart, uh, and those of us that are members uh, and we want more really care about this community. And if I could just say something about, really, if I can encapsulate what Collective Impact is, is we bring together nonprofit organizations that take a look at the individual person's needs and really we're above core services. We're always gonna fund disaster services. We're always gonna fund the food bank. We're always gonna fund domestic violence shelters. But above those core services that we like to call it, we're funding innovative projects that really look holistically. Why is the person in the food line at the food bank? And pairing that person up with job retraining, or it is the woman that's in line. You know, it's very hard to educate a child when they're moving every six weeks yeah. because there's a domestic violence issue. Mm -hmm. And so that domestic violence agency that's handling, making sure they're sheltered, maybe they need help with legal aid. And so really then that 
collective impact funds that we're talking about that come through our Live United funds are funding innovative projects that really get everyone around the table. United Way is the convener that says, you know what, we're going to solve this person's problem, which is more than likely poverty, but as Tom's already pointed out, there will be five, six different issues, and the individual nonprofits aren't set up to solve four of the five issues. They're set up to make sure that person's fed. Yeah, I think what's important for people to understand or listening is um, it sounds like we want your money, right? <laughs> yes. That's what it yes. sounds like. Right. What we want is we want impact in our yes, community. Correct. That's the outcome, yes. We, we, we want a better community. We have an amazing community. Uh, and, and I think when we can collectively come together and say, hey, how do we become better than Cincinnati? Right. How are we better than Columbus? Right. How do we come together as, as a group? I love the fact that we don't have the anchor tenants anymore. Yeah. Now, that's hard to say, but what that means is smaller employers, right, are yes. holding this community together. Absolutely. And they move faster. Yep. They care a heck of a lot more about yes. real estate That's exactly right. and the asset that they're sitting on mm -hmm. and their employees that are here. And it's, it, it's a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. I love what Dale Carnegie said. So he said this, he who dies, and he was a wealthy man. So he sold his company in the teens for $435 million. I don't even know what that math is today. <laughs> but he gave it all away. Mm -hmm. Gave it all away. And he said, he who dies a rich man dies a poor man. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, Ed, he got it. I mean, he got it. When you give to others, because maybe we're, uh, you know, we're just lucky. Yeah, we right? are very lucky. We just blessed. We are. We're very blessed. And part of that gift is, you know, we've got to give. Uh, we've got to give back. So I want to. Juan, thanks, Ron, for Scott, uh, thanks for having me for uh, giving back and absolutely for getting jobs and keeping jobs in, uh, in our market. Uh, and Tom, just you know, you've been a breath of fresh air well, to the organization, you. And, and so have you guys. And uh, we appreciate, you know, everything that you're doing. Well, thank and you and you're much. changing the face of the United Way in our community. We are trying. Yes, yeah. we are. And it, and it needed to change. Yes, it did. Uh, and then, Jeff, thanks for being here. Appreciate and, it. Um, and again, uh, if you're interested in uh, in a campaign, uh, I'm sure you can call Ron. Yeah, absolutely. What's your <laughs> phone number? 937-602-1000. Yep. Perfect. You can call me, my cell phone, 937-231-2572. You can talk to me about the United Way. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, if you're interested, uh, you can call Erica. Yes. 225-3060. There you go. 3060. So thanks for listening. Have a terrific day. Thanks for listening and opening your mind. If you're interested in learning more, you can reach us at scott at healthierbirthdays.com. Or ann at healthierbirthdays.com. We hope you'll join us next time on, on Side, Side Effects. Effects.